0: Locals going. Let me start the Zencaster. Rolling, 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 rolling. rolling, In the words of Limp (laughs) Biscuit. Right. Should we do a sync point?
1: Sure. Okay. Three, two, one. Mark. I figured it was just me. I was expecting to hear another clap. And I was like, literally the closest it's ever
2: been. Yeah. yeah, I I can I can plug the marker point in on addition, so there's no point in me clapping. So yeah. Yeah. Well. So
3: yeah, because you don't like anything we're doing.
2: Exactly, because I'm a fucking hater and it's milking you for your Patreon money, and that's why I spend six hours a week editing this show because I hate it.
3: <laughs> yeah, because you're tr- you're trying to you're trying to give yourself a heart attack by taking in media
1: that uh, aggravates and enervates you. It's called exactly. puncturing your own bubble and also cardiac walls.
3: <laughs> it's called tasing yourself in the balls with a newspaper.
1: <laughs> why did you do local newscaster voice for that? It's called
2: tasing yourself in the balls. Kids in America are. Finding out a new thing from television—it's called zapping your own nuts with a taser. We <laughs> go live to Washington D.C., where John Shud, a 46-year-old HVAC repairman, has decided to put heads on pikes. However, he died from tasing his own balls. <laughs> I, mean, I think like like the whole like
3: this is this is sort of slightly in, in reference to this Raphael Bear article about just like getting a heart attack from the news. Oh yeah,
1: I mean <laughs> yeah. Th- this is like the real horseshoe theory is between Libs getting heart attacks because of I-, I guess Corbyn and that one Australian young conservative who tried to break up a drag queen story time and got owned so hard he fucking died is like Oh fuck <laughs> yeah I forgot about that <laughs> yeah is you do politics too hard and it just it just breaks you on the inside
3: yeah you just you start you start paying too much attention to like a media that is by the way, designed to be aggravating and enervating yeah. and just yeah, like it it's, it's like the, yeah it's it's like the well it's, it's the spectacle, the spectacle gets too much. If you mm. have a heart condition, you can't be in the spectacle.
0: It, just, it, it all just goes back to the fucking uh, Sean Vid's tweet, like, brigaded by the vile trolls again, simply for provoking them with lies
1: and insults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only survival mechanism is to like, build up a thick layer inside yourself of irony and bong resin and just kind of hope for the best.
2: Well, it's just funny to me because when I this is a bonus episode. Yes, this is locked. All right. Yeah. yeah so when We've I was when I was, we're like a centrist account <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Milo quote tweeted me, and now I have to lock the podcast. Uh I I used to edit the stupid centrist podcast, and you know they there was a guest one time who literally was like having to go to a specialist dentist because she was grinding her teeth at night because she was she said because of Brexit, and I just remember thinking to myself like, ma'am. I don't think civil servants in Whitehall are grinding their teeth at night because of Brexit. Like you're just a columnist. Yeah, no, nothing other than
1: politics would make a, a columnist grind their teeth so hard.
3: <laughs> you to get professional help for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, so funny. Like I have to go to the specialist Twitter dentist because like, I keep being owned so much. It's having a negative effect on my oral health. Well, like the thing is, right, like. Well, all they really want you to
3: do is get anxious, because that's the whole point of all of these mm. op-eds. It's just like get scared, get anxious. There's no politics, really. But what there is is there's stuff to be worried about. And if, if the tone of your entire country's media is basically like holding a flashlight under your chin while trying to tell the scariest ghost story, yeah, then, yeah and that's what they can find that chin. You're gonna get you're you're going to like drive people insane with like like enervation and anxiety because everyone's just trying to show how scared they are of everything yeah. because that's the only, that's the only like, uh, uh um, that's the only register upon which sort of all
1: of these columns seem to exist. And it's a little bit and- of blowback, right? Because like this stuff isn't meant to affect them. It's meant to affect the civilians. Right. But like, you know, some of this sort of innovation gets back into the newsrooms and the people actually in charge of distributing this stuff end up actually like physically grinding down their own mowers. Yeah. Imperialism always comes home to roost. It's the same thing with columns. Like mm. the,
2: the like you know, right right you suggesting not-
1: that like this is the application of columnist violence <laughs> to the imperial <laughs>
2: Hello,
3: and welcome back to this
1: premium episode of TF
2: I'm gonna use
1: moan.wav. I haven't used moan.wav in a fucking while. Now that I think about it. Oh, Oh. (laughs) Oh. sorry.
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh yes we are feeling good today folks (laughs) yeah
0: i i am levitating three feet off the fucking ground and that is the energy that i'm bringing to the podcast today yeah that's right yo we're uh, we haven't talked about britain in a while we've been
3: doing lots of Mm. stuff about like goings on in the states Mm -hmm. i've been sort of getting my macro brain on i've been uh, we've been talking about companies but it's time for us to go back home to this uh enervated stupid rocky island that uh, we all live on for yeah, some spe- Speaking
1: of weird specialist dentistry, the British hmm. Isles.
3: <laughs> and if we want to talk about people who have been actively harmed, who have been harmed physically, who have fe- experienced actual consequences to their health and well-being from the overall tenor and tone of British media, it is astonishing to me that none of these conversations have included the sitting Labour MP who was murdered by a fascist in 2016. It is astonishing to me that we're not talking about the fact that a Times columnist was cited in the Christchurch Shooters manifesto. It is astonishing to me that we are still focusing on fucking tone. Hey, check it out. I've got a startup for us today that I think we're all going to enjoy. I'd like us to bring this energy into the startup. Hell yeah. Is it a startup right. that's going to make it illegal to at me? Uh, <laughs> no, it's a, uh, I'm going to wait till you can tell me what this is. Okay. Uh, it's called the Cold Snap uh excuse me there's a cold Mm -hmm. snap in this office right now because they have turned our heating off it is called the cold snap all one word the s is capitalized and don't forget the consumer electronics
1: expo just occurred so it is a device uh it's like flash freezes your own balls i don't know
3: uh yeah it's close uh Indulge with
1: cold snap, TM. Yeah, the revolutionary definitely. Flash system. freezes <laughs> your own balls. I'm buying ten of these. You <laughs> flash freeze it, it, all
2: twenty of them. <laughs> is it a? Uh, is it like a thing that does home like flash freezing and drying and stuff? So you can. Oh, not oh, Make Sorry. your own astronaut food. <laughs> uh, pr- preserve Sorry. your own fruit for Nate, some reason. That you want is to.
3: that is way too useful. That is way too many uses.
2: Ah. <laughs> uh, Oh, mm, you, you uh, attach a little
1: fucking RFID tag to the leaf of a plant and it tells you when there's going to be frost. That'd be useful. No, it's the revolutionary system transforming the way
3: blank are produced and enjoyed. Beers? <laughs> I don't know. My, my eye
0: is twitching, frankly. Uh,
3: I'll, I'll, it's, I'll do one more and then I'll tell you what it is.
2: Okay. With just right. four simple steps, you can enjoy delicious cold snap at home. Is it like a cold brew service, but they made like a subscription for nitrogen or some shit? Mm-hmm. Like they send you cylinders in the post.
3: Nate's now very close. Oh, it's
2: like a cold soda stream.
3: Yes, it's soda stream, but for slush puppies. Uh, but you're missing the one key element of it. I'm going to say even more Israeli. I'm going to say three <laughs> words, and then you're gonna, and then and all that energy Contains that we have. Contains
1: police officer. Oh, the squeeze
3: it out of a bag. It is an ice cream juicero Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Come on. <laughs> they
1: did it again mm.
3: They can't stop making Juiceros <laughs>
1: Tendency fuck, of yeah. the rate of profit to become juiceros
2: <laughs> That's right Wait so it's uh, Correct me if I'm wrong here it's basically like soft serve ice cream at home but made in pods with an expensive yeah, device. Yeah, what we've done, <laughs> what
1: we've done is we've gone to like a US Navy ship, taken the dog machine and made it worse and more expensive.
0: <laughs> the dog machine? Yeah,
2: that's uh, what I they wonder, call the, the dog... soft
1: serve ice cream machine. Because it like always comes in chocolate and it comes out and swirls so it looks like dog shit.
2: Like dog shit. Oh yeah, okay, uh, yeah.
0: So, um, I thought they had like a secret military technology for making <laughs> dogs on
3: bullshit. <board> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's gonna, yeah, gonna, gonna clarify clarify spent, Like
1: several billion dollars on this machine that just generates confused Labradors. Yeah, that's where (laughs) Matt Hancock came from.
2: Contrary to popular belief, there is actually a holodeck, but it's only on Navy ships and it can only generate dogs. (laughs) They're not actually real, but they entertain the sailors when they're at sea for months on end. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh,
3: So basically, what's very funny to me about this, right, Mm. uh, the Juicero,
1: um, that crashed and burned in sort of 2018. Mm Mm-hmm. That uh, was a while back now. This is can, early. TF you can lore. still get one. Uh, I, I, I was looking at this, by the way. I think we should genuinely consider it. You can yeah, get the hull of like like the fucking Death Star. You can get the eviscerated hull of a Juicero for like two hundred quid on eBay, and I want so badly to decorate the studio with it. Oh, that would be dope. <laughs> be
3: fun. So basically, and have it
1: dispense soft serve ice cream. Uh, number yeah.
3: one, uh, you th- the Juicero, uh, eight hundred dollars. They said no. Fuck it, thousand, even thousand. That's right for the cold. The
1: problem with the Juicero was that it wasn't prestige or high end enough. <laughs>
3: um, yeah, and yeah, here's yeah. It, what I find really funny here, right, is the person who created it is a guy called Matt Fonte, and he is an, like a serial inventor. So, oh wow! <laughs> when you say cereal? cereals, is he
0: invented? Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Captain Crunch. That was him. So he invented. He just. He's like basically invents medical, de- like very specific niche medical devices. And okay. then this is from like the he squeezes R. Squeezes
0: your balls into yeah. a bag.
3: <laughs> this is from the R story part of the website. When nightly bedtime stories grew dull for Matt Fonte and his two daughters, they decided mm. to swap magic treehouse and fairy tale princess books for a more creative pastime. Hunting the most dangerous game, <laughs> invention journals. No, you get rich enough, then you can do that. Oh, okay. Uh, topping the list of problems to solve, how do we create a better
1: ice cream machine for home oh, use? Imagine, imagine you're a you're a kid and your shissy dad is like, "What if you invented today?" And you're like, "I'm six. I." I (laughs) couldn't really do that
3: (laughs) No that's right Uh, The girls considered a Keurig style Machine that could generate ice cream in 60 seconds Or less and without the mess Fonte a serial uh, serial entrepreneur Saw potential in this idea and in 2018 The same year that Juicero blew up (laughs) Uh, His company was formed with the singular objective to transform the way frozen confections are produced, transported, purchased and enjoyed. So basically, I'm just uh, looking at Juicero and being like, well, obviously it wouldn't work for juice. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, a child accidentally invented the ice cream Juicero and now it's being written about as the hottest product of uh, CES. No one's talking about this as though it's ludicrous except The Verge. His, I actually
2: really like the idea of, a, of an ice cream Keurig because it then really concentrates the Juicero concept to its essence, which is it literally it does nothing besides mechanically squeeze and that you're just paying a thousand dollars for like a thing to squeeze. So, so you get that satisfying dog shit swirl that you could <laughs> basically get anywhere else so, just go to a restaurant. So here's actually how this works. Uh, this is from their
3: FAQs. The Cold Snap TM system uses a proprietary high-powered refrigeration system to rapidly freeze and dispense the contents of a Cold Snap pod. Cool. Uh to make a frozen confection, the user inserts a Cold Snap pod into the Cold Snap machine. Why does, does it Snap keep machi- calling
1: them frozen confections? The least appetizing <laughs> way you could phrase that. Uh,
3: A non-dairy, partially gelatinated... uh, It's like something you would say, it
1: was like something you would hear in like a federal deposition is like, uh, I observed the, the subject eating a frozen confection. The cold snap machine then reads a
3: QR code located on the pod to determine the optimal freezing parameters for that specific pod. The user then follows the easy display prompts on the cold snap machine LED display to make the frozen product. So the one advantage it has over the Juicero
0: is
3: that you cannot make it is you can't just squeeze the bag. So already Mm. it's beating the Juicero in one thing. But also, unlike the Juicero, um, it's about half a meter high, half a meter deep, a quarter of a meter wide, and weighs 22 kilograms.
1: Yes. Awesome. Yes. 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 I I need to know how badly overbuilt this thing is, because the thing about the (laughs) Juicera, right, is that it was all built out of these, like, one-of-one, no off-the-shelf parts, like, very complex, milled, like, aircraft-grade materials and stuff, Mm. for no fucking reason. So I badly want to know, like, is this thing this kind of, like, beautiful perfect obelisk that like produces your shitty ice cream you know I I I, I need to know what's in this thing that makes well, it cost a thousand dollars
0: the end of 2001 and they're so confused by the big black obelisk and then one of them just touches it and like a jet of fucking dog shit ice <laughs> yeah. cream comes out so, yeah.
3: so what, hap- what happens is each of the pod con- contains the like um, paddle system to then turn the
2: contents, oh, which is then like That must be so
1: expensive.
0: They have mechanic uh, like moving parts inside every fucking pod.
2: Yep they built they've built a fucking it, it, was it the the Antikythera mechanism except <laughs> it's for fucking ice cream. That's right. It's just again
3: just taking that problem and just so over engineering it to the point that each individual pod you buy for a single serving of ice cream create contains a small mechanism
1: amazing is is this steampunk now have we entered back into the realm of the steampunk (laughs) coffee machine
2: see that's that's actually a really good question like i imagine you could probably get hundreds of thousands of angry invective on fucking tumblr about whether or not the steampunk conception of the world includes ice cream like do they have ice cream in steampunk i don't know Mm. i want i want to know honestly like cogs sprinkled on it If you if you could spend some time in the village of Narsh from fucking Final Fantasy VI, could you have a delicious ice cream? Or does that not exist in the Steampunk universe? You
1: would, uh, but it would come out of something like this. But it would have like a, a visible yeah. unguarded flywheel just running.
3: <laughs> right. So, um, anyway, there was this. Is, so this is this is the basis of the, of the cold snap. Um, a lot of the rest of the stuff about it's pretty normal. Um,
1: or, or at least what like stuff like covered before. The pods coming because like that was another weird mm. thing about the Juicera was it was like uh, oh green vegetables or uh, piss or like child <laughs> pineal gland and you're just like wh- uh, okay why what, can't what I kind just of squeeze frozen the pineal glands confections? My well, yeah, what kind of frozen they- confections are they offering us?
0: Maybe it was like a Wayfair thing with the Juicero and the intention was to make it really expensive and niche because it wasn't supposed to squeeze juice out of a bag. It was supposed to squeeze adrenochrome out of a child.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You mean there's uh, just
1: like on Little St. James, there's one original like Juicero prime that was being used for its intended (laughs) purpose and everything else was just like a loss leader for that.
3: So, um, mm-hmm. you can get, you basically can get margaritas and daiquiris. You can also get protein shakes or frozen yogurt, chocolate, oh, vanilla, all protein the usual. protein shakes
0: out of the ice cream blender. Yeah,
3: <laughs> they were <laughs> just being like, oh, God, we need more use cases for this thing. It's, it's the size of a, it's the size of a
2: Volkswagen Jetta. <laughs> and it costs thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> it dispenses like unleaded diesel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, but you could also just make those with a blender and you don't have to have like a Swiss watch pod every time you fucking use it. Yeah. Like. Uh, mm
3: but so what they've done like is they're like no it, they're, one of the reasons it's so big and heavy is they were like no it has to be 60 seconds <laughs>
2: uh.
3: and, and and no you have it has to be able to go theoretically forever it can never require recooling what? Right. and so they're like so yeah basically We've you have a to- fucking
1: space probe <laughs> it's got like a, a an rtg it's got like a
2: thermoisotope
1: generator in there it's like Mom,
2: Dad, why does the ice cream machine have a brass plate with naked people in it? <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I Yo, knew Alice would get yeah, that We're going to no put one would. of these
2: in the trunk of the Tesla that
1: Elon Musk shoots into space, and it's going to be the soy face fucking Voyager. Soyager?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, all right, all right. I think that's about drained the uh, the cold snap for us soyager today. Soyager is very good. Um, yeah, that's very fun. I love the Soyager. Uh, let's talk about the politics, shall we? Mm. The politics, it, it, it's... Um, hey, oh, it's Yeah, it's Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: Uh,
3: They're back again. So more than 2% of the entire population of the UK now has COVID, mm-hmm. and it primarily spread through a bunch of stuff that every senior politician was very committed to happening.
1: Statistically, yeah. you have COVID. Statistically, everyone you know has COVID, Statistically, you can't like afford food, and you've gotten like a, an mm. envelope with a single slice of cheese in it. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's absolutely amazing to me the extent to which like they were just expecting the public to believe stuff that obviously wasn't true. Like for months, like when the caseload was getting critical, and they were like, "Yeah, but children can't spread it at school." And they were like, "Yeah, no, but that's the only place that's open. No, they're it's not like the to. only place
3: that anyone can be spreading it. You fucking idiot!" <laughs> and 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 this the 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 way that the entire British commentariat and the entire not just the commentariat, the, the political elite as well just fell in behind this sort of what has now turned out to be what prop, a, a national a national mistake that if it were happening anywhere else could, should go to the fucking Hague. Oh yeah, mm. it's, it's, up,
1: it's up there yeah. in terms of like death tolls for no reason with the fucking Somme. Yeah. Like it's and, it's that's the, not an exaggeration, it, to- it genuinely is.
0: It's yep. on the docket at the Hague immediately after me saying someone's forehead defies the laws. of <laughs> yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> um, and and the thing the thing is right. You know, if you it's it is on you to not forget that the leader of the Labour Party w- said at the beginning of this that schools should be open. Uh, no ifs, no buts, no equivocation. Right, hmm. he said that he's. He's as call- he it maybe if he had mounted some kind of resistance, something else could have been something else could have happened. Oh, well, but no, well, I mean, they you just know, the fell labor party,
2: together. the labor party can't be seen as the party of unions, particularly not teachers unions. Anyway, let uh, please let's not pay any attention to what the labor party was formed as or uh, what its principal constituency is. We don't want to know. It's the party of Tories who shop at Waitrose, but who have gay friends. Yeah, yeah. that's all it'll ever be. That's all it was. Well, for basically since the, since the late nineties. Yeah, we, 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 we never know, the Labour Party was actually founded by Keith Hardy, yeah. who was a former <laughs> corporate
0: lawyer. That's right. Um, and like the thing is, and and you know, one of the big problems about
3: closing schools is that kids uh, from poorer families fall behind because. They don't have
0: laptops, they don't have broadband, they don't have, food. Uh, they don't have access to lesson, they don't have food. Problems which the government cannot and, solve. There are no levers they can pull that would solve those problems. And just
3: you, you know who had a fucking um, extend free school meals year-round policy and who had a free broadband? Who could have actually yeah, fixed yeah, this? Yeah, Riley, but, Riley, but, but, Riley. Yeah,
1: what? One thing.
0: Yeah. Well, these are
3: th- nationalized sausages? <laughs> 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 yeah, we, the... the, the the structure of British politics is such that if you try to prepare for a problem that isn't currently killing a, like, World War num- One oh. amount of the population, oh, even you will if it be is. pilloried. You will be fucking pilloried for t-
0: deigning to prepare. Really, it's very sweet of you to imagine that even if it is killing a World War One man, <laughs> people will say, no, it's fucking good, actually. If you come to Britain, it's because you want to get killed by a disease. And if you don't like it, there's the door. No one else will let you in because we've all got the plague. I, I,
1: <laughs> I know we're talking about the plague, but like I keep coming back to nationalising sausages because every time I see the food parcels that like food insecure children and parents are getting over... Uh, well, in fact, not over the holidays, but just... You know, now, these kind of like really uh, dismal sort of like, oh, we, we, we got you like a, a little plastic tub that's half full of polyfiller that has like one grape in it. Uh, pl- mm. Please enjoy that for the next six weeks. You start to think, well, maybe we fucking should have nationalized sausages then. Maybe this was a case of them saying a thing that was a good idea in a stupid voice to try and make it sound like a bad one. Well, actually, Alice, you think it's very funny nationalising
0: sausages, but when my family fled (laughs) Nicaragua because of the disastrous policy of Nacionalidad de Chorizo, um, it wasn't very funny then because they took away all of our sausages, which were being grown by people who were interns. (laughs) They they, They weren't (laughs) paid, but they certainly weren't slaves. (laughs) They were getting valuable sausage-making
3: experience. That's right. Yeah,
0: that was we were giving. It was it was a work
3: program. Castro took my family's interns. God, but the thing is, right? We 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 knew this was the case in the outset, but yeah, our essentially at this point, our political class, and this includes labor, this includes the conservatives, it presumably includes the fucking SNP.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, they basically
3: sure. they are basically just saying, well. I guess we're just going to need the vaccine and this is just going to kill people and immiserate people. And I don't know, we'll give 30 pounds to, to our donor friends at Chartwells. Yeah. You know, and then mm. it's up to, to to like provide you, like you said, Alice, like yeah, a box of uh, display food.
2: <laughs> you know, somebody, somebody <laughs> really incredible. So somebody asked me, they said, you know, in a way it feels like the Labor Party now is worse than the Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. I buy mm-hmm. that. And in a way, you know, I'm actually inclined to agree because obviously you look at sort of what the the center is in british politics and it's further left than the center in america but then you also look at the trajectory in britain and obviously it's going right fast mm. but also the democrats suck but like after hillary lost uh and maybe this would have been different if bernie had won the nomination and lost the presidency but after you don't see you don't see people just being like, God, I'm so glad my party lost. We're all fucking white supremacists. God, what a terrible party we were. Anyway, please don't look at what I was doing in that party two years ago. Oh, God, it's so good we lost. Anyway, let's be like Republicans now. I mean, they want to be like Republicans, but that that level of just shitting on everyone who supported them, it's Mm. just not the case. And... I just, I. It's weird to me that the Labour Party absolutely seems to be. They've decided that like they're gonna win back Baz, and so they don't need. They they hate everyone who supported them. They don't want any party members, and they definitely don't want the people who voted for them to vote mm-hmm. for them again. Well, like it's it's cargo cult shit,
1: right? Like if you if you build this this aircraft, this air traffic control tower to Tony Blair, then he will come back and he will land.
2: I was gonna bring that. I was I was gonna say that, they, that Blair and. And they also want to. There was this rumbling about. Oh, we want to make Gordon Brown the Labour Scotland leader. And it's like, oh Jesus! Can hey, you fucking conceive of a year past 1997 in like, the land I'm, of the blind? The one-eyed man is truly <laughs> there, there. Have been more years since 1997, guys? Like, can you? Oh God, my
1: God, like, Gordon uh, Brown, is Scottish Labour leader. I'm going to be thinking about that for the next uh, fucking week.
0: Actually, on the subject of fucking Scotland, mm. this week I did run across a take where someone was saying, Why why are there so many turfs in Britain? And someone replied to them with like
1: asterisk England and no, I was just like no. Alice Voice motherfucking No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Per capita, Scotland has more turfs than England. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. I love this mythology that like Scotland is this magical country where no one's not. Yeah, because we're Nordic now, right? We're a Nordic social democracy and none of those places have ever had any problems with fascism, ever. Yeah. It's like when
0: someone was talking about the war in Northern Ireland, and they were like, "Yeah, the atrocities committed by British soldiers." And some Scots nat replied to them and put English soldiers, and it's like, "Motherfucker, have who you been planted, planted Northern Ulster?
3: Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck do you think was like owned the Ulster fucking plantations? You fucking moron!" Yeah, Jesus also, have Christ, you met
0: the army. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's almost entirely fucking Scottish.
3: But <laughs> like, so I want to, I want to pull us back on. I want to pull us back on, though. Uh, Because you know what else is really fun? Uh, When we are now in like stage, what, nine of, I would say, the government badly bungling the pandemic response to give us the highest per capita death total in the fucking world. Number one, baby. (laughs) London City, greatest city in the world. Exacerbating extreme poverty that has been already highlighted by the fucking United Nations is you have people like Jane Merrick and Gabby Hinsliff being like, oh, it's so bad. We need free school meals. What did you say when Corbyn wanted to do free school meals? Hang on, I have some headlines. Jane Merrick. Thankfully, Corbyn's short-sighted school meals policy will never be introduced. Gabby Hinsliff. Before we have free school meals for everyone, let's prove it works. Fuck
1: off.
0: Well, these Would are alcohol-
1: nationalized sausages? I mean the, the, the good news is, the good news is we still have the vaccine rollout for them to bungle, also. Uh with with, oh, yeah. with the. go
3: like- oh, Dominic Robb. Dominic Rob just said he can't guarantee everyone's gonna get two doses. Number one. We're number one for fucking ever. <laughs> Not only so we can't B. guarantee
1: you're gonna get two doses, we certainly can't guarantee that you're gonna get two doses at the right time apart. And we absolutely cannot guarantee they're gonna be two doses of the same vaccine. Fucking
0: amazing! Listen, we can guarantee you're gonna get two doses. One dose, that's me, <laughs> big time, Tommy. Your second dose, that's DJ Vinny Dice. on the
3: <sighs> so like. But th- th- there is just this this smug aversion to understanding that we might have to plan for things that might go wrong in the future by building up some state capacity. There mm. is just this this idea that things might happen. If you, I I fully believe, right. I fully believe that had we locked down in an alternate past where we had locked down like a year ago or whatever, you, th- th- whoever sort of was in charge of the government, if Boris Johnson, had he done that, would have been never forgiven by the public for saving their lives. Oh yeah, effectively again, not that he would have done oh, that yeah. because We're he's a, pathetic, a fucking warm moron.
0: country, absolutely.
3: I yeah. but like.
0: But the idea is, like, finally, the British public would not forgive the Tories for something. (laughs) Imagine the sunlit uplands of living in that country where everyone votes out the Tories for completely the wrong reasons. I fully believe that there is no... If you try
3: to do something in the British state, which is not currently causing,
1: like... Misery for someone, but especially for you...
3: But what I'm saying is if and you're trying even to do if something it is, if you're trying to do something in the British state that is trying to alleviate something that is not currently a rapidly unfolding potentially society threatening crisis you will be st- stopped dead in your fucking tracks and by, even if it is by by
0: the by, <laughs> well yeah half the press is still trying to stop what's going on anyway. It was like that thing where they were like no one complained during the blitz. Yes, they fucking did. You just don't remember it because you weren't alive then. You st- Boomer. And I know that you imagine you fought in World War 2 So you feel like you remember it But you don't And let me tell you People fucking complain And it was
1: bad enough to have one blitz Without doing a second voluntary one For fun <laughs>
0: The voluntary blitz by like yeah. the volunteer border the, the, force.
3: The, the, the Luftwaffe must return. No ifs, no buts, no equivocation. Essentially, <laughs> yeah, yeah. keeping the schools I'll open. I will tell you what,
0: the Luftwaffe—they bomb people all the same, regardless of how many genders they have. <sighs> yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I, it's been a hell of a day. I, like there have been, there's been some Twitter discourse. Yeah. So, there's been some politics.
3: Let's let's talk about a few other things, right? um uh, also, like the Tories, right? Like they haven't published teacher deaths from COVID since June. Uh, they're extending the furlough to April, so like three months, which was gonna have to be extended again, and they're gonna have to extend free school meals again because, again, if they don't, then people are going to start starving to death. And it's—I it, think it is not unreasonable to observe that people who are starving to death sometimes act unusually. Hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, some weird shit happens. You enter into a zone yeah. of differing temperature. Um, yeah. And so instead, and, seems you just like, have yeah. Marcus Rashford serving as a sort of safety valve for the government because every time he has to mm. push them into, hey, maybe not starving people, they're like, oh shit, we, you know, things might go a bit weird if we yeah. don't.
0: That yeah. Boris Johnson interview was amazing, where he basically said that Marcus Rashford was doing a better job of holding oh, those account than Keir Starmer. It was just fucking unbelievable. Just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're
1: absolutely... We have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Yeah.
0: This footballer knows, but at least we're not the Labour Party. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah, oh, the Labour Party suck, but don't just say the
1: quiet part it's loud. It's a normal <laughs> system of checks and balances to have one footballer have to, like, make the same argument against starving children every six months.
0: Because... Yeah, Marcus Rashford is becoming our Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. In that I think Marcus Rashford seems like a great bloke. Nothing against yeah, him whatsoever. but he whatsoever, shouldn't have to he has fucking become... do it. Yeah, exactly. He is becoming the magical wizard that all the libs are like, well, it just makes you proud to be British. No, it doesn't. It makes you extremely concerned that the only person doing anything about this is a fucking 23-year-old footballer.
3: Yeah, why does he
1: need to do it?
0: Because no one else will. Yeah. <laughs> well sorry i
3: voted
1: for him to be no. fair <laughs> um yeah, it, in my like labor marginal i wrote in marcus rashford you're welcome
3: <laughs> sorry everyone <laughs> so but that's but this is what this government does every time they get dragged into a catastrophe where they must act they wait until the last remember like we were talking to vicky sprat about um about the uh, eviction ban they 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 lengthened the eviction ban by a month 10 minutes before it was due to expire they allowed the furlough <laughs> edging to, they allowed the furlough to collapse for several days before like actually putting it back up to its previous level again because a wizard didn't come and solve the problem and then they had sco- kids back in school for a day before mm. confronting the obvious reality that that was fucking insane yeah, just think of COVID. and yeah. so so then you have to ask how many people have died or are going to die because Neither Keir Starmer nor Boris Johnson wanted to make an unpopular point.
0: Look, allow me to make an address here to the Professional Footballers' Association. <laughs> Clearly, to get through this, we're going to need at least one Premier League footballer for each governmental issue. So you are going to someone mark on it's ball. We're going to need someone on schools. Yeah, exactly. Like someone, there has to be at least a cabinet's worth of Premier League footballers <laughs> marking each individual member of the Tory cabinet, which is like kind of what a shadow cabinet is for. Those guys have fucked it. I need, I need fucking John. Terry, like on Nadine Dorries, like I need him. I need him watching her every move. <laughs> oh my god. um Oh Jesus, fucking Christ! Man, John Terry retired
1: years ago, yeah, didn't I mean, he? That was Unpowerful. your Though yeah. yeah, like, we got we sorry, all need... we all left the Labour Party more or less. The thing to do now yeah, is yeah. to join the FA, I guess. <laughs> That's right, tonight. yeah.
0: And we're gonna go campaigning for the FA. I want I want Jeff
3: Stellan
1: <laughs> on Pretty
0: Patel, keeping her in mind. We, we, we're all gonna have
1: to become football hooligans. Like we're gonna have yeah. to start singing something. We're gonna have to start singing policy proposals Left-wing to Pretty Patel in the tune of Claire Delune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
3: you know what, but one of the things that so their government are doing several things. So one of the things that Starmer has proposed, uh, he's sort of toyed around with this idea, is um uh, anti-vax spreading anti-vax behavior should be a prosecutable offense more cool cops cop zone. more cops more laws cop zone baby that's right as and again the idea of we're not going to address the root of what makes what causes stuff like like people to be anti-vaxxers many of them are like right-wing conspiracy nutters but the but you they got there somehow yeah. They got you. Get you become an anti vaxxer in many ways, for many reasons. Rather, because you're alienated and powerless, and the world, especially like the medical world, is just mm. acting on you in a way yeah. that you and don't really you understand. Can tell
1: sometimes that the entire media ecosystem is pissing down your back and telling you it's raining.
3: I mean, like you see this uh, across the Atlantic as well with like uh, Andrew Cuomo's just psycho plan to have clinics throw out vaccines rather than give them to people who aren't on the list in the correct order.
0: It's fucking insane that that to me and we've started doing like similar things here. I mean, not that extreme, but like we have been like ordering them to throw vaccines away instead of giving them to like people who just happen to be there. Um, And they're trying to do something, but it's just like that to me is the most mad lib technocrat shit. Where it's like the most important thing is fairness, not solving the fucking problem. Like that's like all they can conceptualize of is like doing things in a due process
1: and not in terms of like the faster you vaccinate people, the less people. It will would genuinely die. be more effective to do the opposite, right? To have a government where it's only abiding value is to be an agent of chaos. And you just send nurses out on the street to just jab people with needles at random. Just not tell <laughs> That's them. That's basically what they're
0: doing in Israel. And it's working. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just like fucking
1: like, Yorgi Markov, a guy with an umbrella full of the vaccine <laughs> on, on Blackfriars bridge. And you just kind of
3: hope for the best. Yeah, just you reach for you reach for a doorknob in your house, you feel a small
1: prick, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Mm. <gasps> <gasps> Two bodybuilders. <laughs> just, yeah. you know, this this <laughs> is it, right? This is this is this is the final the final fucking apotheosis of russiagate Is uh, we must get uh, the FSB to administer the vaccine in Britain because they're the only ones oh, who know yeah. how to fucking yes. get oh. drugs into British people.
0: <laughs> hey, well, we're gonna
1: have to reopen Z's. Yeah, eat
0: out to help out, and
1: they just
3: get, yeah. they
0: subtly infect
3: I you lo- with the vaccine. I love to get
1: the, my second dose of the vaccine through it being smeared on my doorknob. That's right. Oh, yeah. we need also, to also
3: fucking eat out to help out. What a fucking dog that turned out to be, huh? <laughs> yeah. we just, Rishi we're just from the strapping on
0: the Superman outfit for that one. <laughs> oh man! Oh Jesus. wow! What a fucking patsy that guy is as well. <laughs> Jesus! And if, it, if he becomes prime minister, it will be so funny because he's clearly such an idiot. Like it, like he thinks he's like the cleverest. Like he's actually the dumbest Tory because he thinks he's the cleverest. Yeah, Matt Hancock is, like, the worst knows
1: he's got Labrador brain.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even no. Boris Johnson knows he's an idiot. Like, yeah. he's under no illusions. Whereas Rishi Sunak is like, I am smarter than all these cunts. And then just like, yeah, I'm going to put on a fucking Superman outfit and make everyone go to a restaurant in the middle of a pandemic. You fucking clown. <laughs> and that's the, remember, with Eat Out to Help Out, you had to eat in. You yeah. could not get takeaway.
3: As you were stuff. not
2: allowed Yeah. To how take it out. How would you that had to support, support the, the restaurant. restaurant more? and Ah! fucking cough on everyone patriotically. (laughs) You know the
1: answer to this, but the answer, of course, for the benefit of the viewer is, it doesn't support the restaurant. It does support the fucking restaurant's landlord. The only constituency that matters to anyone anymore, commercial Alice, land
3: law. Alice, 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 Alice. You're forgetting the other st- constituency that is being well taken care of by the Tories, mm. and again, in a way that's being supported uh, by like Labor.
0: Dodgy PP friends Deployers? of Matt Hancock. Statues. Yes, statues. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Can I, actually, can I add one last thing here? Yeah, which yeah, is that yeah. Before we I can't go to statues, the, I can't remember the exact quote, but like Marx literally nailed the Tory party in like 1840 something when he said that like the British Conservative claims to be enthusiastic about the church and the Queen and the village green and so on, but when it comes down to it, all they're truly enthusiastic about is extracting ground rent. Mm-hmm. And like, if that doesn't fucking describe the entirety of the last 200 years of British history,
3: fuck <laughs> me. So they, they say, uh, we will we will save britain's
1: statues from the woke militants the, uh, the, uh, and the, the
3: woke woke
1: <laughs> dangerously close to milo doing yeah. brandon O'Neill.
3: like yeah, so yeah. basically yeah like fucking
1: okay, um, woke like, haram have yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, essentially yeah like what the sta- we're, we're going to treat we're going to treat trafalgar square like the fucking Baca valley <laughs> the somsa like- Sandinistas.
0: and just of, like uh, oh no
3: fucking, uh, f- fucking like yeah like um, uh, the russell group hezbollah is going to come blow up the big thumb <laughs> and we put in Trafalgar Square. Mm.
1: I, I, too, remember when they blew up those massive statues of Edward Colston and Bamian. Yeah, that's right. Um. Oh, God
3: damn. They say... They, they think, the, the funny thing is is that um their only example of this actually happening in the article that announced the policy was that uh, Birmingham City Council uh, has has renamed a couple of streets that were named for, like, slave owners or whatever to, like, Diversity
1: Grove. Well, like, Tories have been been absolutely furious about the existence of, say, a Nelson Mandela place or, like, Mary Seacole Drive or something. For as long as those things have been that, it's been, like, one of the few things that genuinely gets the blood moving again is, like, Mm -hmm. fuck, name a street. (laughs) So, like, yeah, of course, more, (laughs) more of the same.
3: So what, what they're doing, and again, at a time when we have the number one death toll, when we are facing an eviction crisis, when there are interlocking educational and hunger
0: crises, is the um, meme of the dog in the house on fire, yeah. but the dog is going, we must do something about the
2: statues.
3: is <laughs> <laughs> they say, we are adding a basically ocean of planning permission that will be required to move or contextualize statues of dead slaveholders. Yep. Amazing. Leaving, you, leaving you fucking...
1: the only option to move them, if you're so minded, To physically tear them down illegally and put them in a canal.
0: I I feel like, you know... Matt Hancock would stand in front of the Evangelion being like, this is a great triumph of technology, (laughs) but it shows what we can do when we get together with our friends in Asia. uh, You know, I I got—I
2: gotta say this though. The thing that really gets me about it is specifically with regard to the renaming thing—is basically making it impossible or very difficult for local councils to do it. Like the Tories have always done this, and like they're continuing to do this, and they'll do it more now. You know, as things change with devolution and things like that. But the whole point is, they're like, "Mm, it's not good when people have any say in their daily lives. Like whether or not you live on that street and want to change it, or your council wants to change it, doesn't matter. What matters is what some dipshit in fucking Berkshire thinks. And so they'll. Just change the law so it's impossible for you. I mean, that's what they did with the merchant ventures and the fucking Edward Colson statue. They'd been doing it for forty years. Like it's just, it's like we want people. You know, we don't. We don't want the woke mob to just make their will. And it's like, yeah, but you won't let people vote on things either. You say voting's illegal, change is illegal, and it's just like. Man, go fuck your... Just just at least be honest. Do some Orban shit. Just be like... <laughs> raw, 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 raw. The Enlightenment was wrong and we don't believe in liberalism after all. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would at Rivot least be Lane honest.
0: Basingstoke is looking like
1: Mogadishu at this point.
2: <laughs> oh my
3: God. Just an... I, I just, it feels as though events have proven... If not our strategy, our ideology uh, entirely
1: correct. Just absolute contempt for all of these people and all of the things that they inflict on real people. Mm -hmm. That's right.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right.
3: Um, So, look, I want to do I want to take us into a reading uh, to finish things off. Okay. Uh, this is an article by a friend of friend of the show, Will Tanner, uh, who is in charge of Onward. Uh, the socially liberal conservative think tank that was started by Theresa May awesome. and has been at the forefront of her very successful project. Uh, he <laughs> writes, "Capitalism has shown itself adaptable and compassionate at a time of crisis." <laughs> okay, wow.
0: adaptable, yeah, it's pretty adaptable. <laughs> Is this guy on PCP? Like, wait, like I don't understand. I don't understand where they get their ideas from.
3: I mean, you, you get, they, I mean, they get their ideas from. Um, Basically uh wanting to make apologia for all that exists and say that all these processes are
0: good. It's it's so it's so odd to me because like it's not even in line with what they state their ideology is. So, like, if you were from, like, a kind of, like, this is, like, the Tory left-right think tank. Yes. This is, like, the kind of the liberal wing of the Tory party. So, like, currently, the Tory right are in government. So, you can happily shit on the Tory right. That's fine. That's in line with your ideology. You can say, yeah, they fucked this up, and here's how we would have done it better and more technocratically. But they can't bring themselves to do that somehow. Even though that would still be wrong, that would at least make sense. Well, they're allies. It's that it's a, the, the,
3: they are allies in a way that the, um you might say, the the center-left and the left are not. Because yeah. the center left has much more in common with the, with the other two than us. So they, mm. he says, each of the great crises of the 20th century altered the nature of British capitalism. The First World War began the disintegration of empire and trumpeted the rise of organized labor, which never went anywhere. Mm. The Depression pushed Britain off the gold standard and towards Keynesian stimulus. And in 1951, the post-war social consensus was such that the conservatives fought the election pledging an excess profits tax. It is not yet clear, but it is likely that the pandemic will lead to a similar reckoning. Mm. And I don't understand how you could look around at what is actually happening in the actual real life of real Britain, where um I believe what was it the a, a coterie of yeah like just perverts and landlords urged people back into nice their distinction offices. between those two groups <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah just urged people back into their offices when there was still the pandemic to die so that places would continue paying rent. Do you remember when
0: they were like, you love the train, oh, yeah. get back on the train, you fucking so hogs. Awesome.
3: Where they say, yeah, they, it, it, where it seems as though Tanner's argument is that all these crises reproduce a, a sort of relation of production that is improved,
1: that is sort of whiggish. So, but through crisis, we emerge it's stronger. Capitalism as, as, keeps getting mm, better. And, 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 yet, and so, like, the fact that all of these people have yeah. died to make it better, we, you know, we appreciate their sacrifice for giving us apps.
3: Well, no, he's a Hegelian. He believes that, this, that, that, that history yeah. is a slaughter
1: bench. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but history is a slaughter bench, and the end product is uh, the Amazon Alexa. As D. Ream told us, <laughs> things can only get better. So, uh, capitalism entered the crisis already under siege faith in markets hit a low ebb in the aftermath of the financial crisis and has not recovered in the decade of flaccid productivity oh, and imbalanced growth since
0: faith in markets as though that's a thing that anyone line, gives a fuck about the
1: line about. pay it's re- it's the line if the line deserts us then it's essentially surely we are a re- yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's we, we have to fight a flower war we're, we're gonna like <laughs> you know sacrifice
0: all of their inhabitants of care homes so the sun <laughs> keeps rising that's right yeah um. God, oh, it's so fucking Aztec. We've got, to sa- we've got to sacrifice all the inhabitants of care homes so these tulips <laughs> stay valuable.
3: <laughs> so yeah, I,
0: mean, I wonder. So you say faith in markets
3: hit a low ebb just yeah by itself mm. uh, before the last general election. Onwards research revealed that seven in ten voters wanted more regulation rather than less. That three in five wanted politicians to yes. reduce the wealth gap. Wealth gap. No, over we, did we decided that growth. those
1: people are wrong. And
3: all in all. Yeah, <laughs> and so, and I mean, the point of onward is to take those sentiments and then redirect yeah, them into, into behind a, the but what if the Tories were nice?
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> and they say that there is every chance that this past year has further imperiled public support for markets. Oh no! <laughs> oh no!
0: <laughs> Not oh, no no! Not public, oh, support, public for support for markets. No! Have these people no decency?
3: <laughs> I love this. This is very funny. Since the virus hit, those who have borne the most risk in the coronavirus economy have invariably been the lowest paid. But it's not invariable. That is variable. Mm-hmm. We just don't vary it. Mm. Um, most overworked and least secure workers. I mean, I know what he was trying to say. He means that He means that that's how it happened. But the use of the word invariably is, I yeah, think, instructive. just force majeure. Uh, because, yeah. Mm. The businesses that people v- typically value most Pubs, small businesses, and local shops I really value small businesses over all others I do I really um, value my local landlord Have suffered and shuddered While those they most disdain Banks and big tech have reaped record profits It is easy to see how this might develop In the coming decade Into a wholesale rejection of the market orthodoxy Again,
1: oh no Yep
0: But not by <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> Yet yeah, the viral It, it isn't is getting
1: cooler in uh, here is, Asks zone inhabitant
2: <laughs> this is this is um, this
3: is this is where the the article gets real writerly. Okay. Yet, like the viral mutation oh, that boy. caused it, this crisis is
0: a chimera. Oh man, cool. The virus awesome. is not a chimera. This man doesn't. The virus does not at any point have the tail of a goat. <laughs> I think he
3: means chimeric, as in of of a changeable and uh, multifaceted. But it also,
1: nature. was not really uh, uh, like a type of uh, many uh, okay, subtypes. Well, the, the dude clearly mm. no. like. <laughs> We're just owning him on classics and virology here.
0: Yeah, like it It's like doesn't. Just as it's an analogy, it doesn't make sense. He just thought, "Oh, chimera. That's a cool word. I'll just throw that in."
2: <laughs> like,
0: yeah, this this virus can only be stopped by Hercules.
1: Yeah, the, by that point, that might. <laughs> that's the message be I'm true. taking
0: away. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Um, it can represent different things at once. Again, that's not what a chimera is. You fucking dullard! No, it doesn't represent anything. <laughs> For it, it just is something. Yeah. Shit. Fucking hell. For it is also true that the virtues just, of capitalism, guy, the dynamism just, of competitive he's enterprise, he's just doing this. Yeah. But it's
1: like fading out as he gets like buried under a stack of corpses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You no, know, like, this really oh, says oh, a God, lot about our society.
3: Swamp. Yeah. Oh. Da, oh no. Damn, we lost another hundred thousand people. Too bad we can't do anything about it because that could shake faith in the market. Turning
0: to the Khmer Rouge and asking them if serious, they seriously think they have the moral <laughs> high ground here. Um, 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 uh,
3: for it is also true that the va- virtues of capitalism, the dynamism of competitive enterprise, and the inherent social purpose of well-functioning markets have been illustrated time and again <laughs> by the crisis. And this is what I think is really funny: is he has okay. one example of this. Okay. <laughs> In the past year, lockdown businesses have stayed afloat through adaptation, ingenuity, and graft. Um, restaurants have moved to takeaways people and s- need built onto pavements
1: eat. That's not the fucking much of an adaptation. You just can't have people eat in the restaurant.
0: Huge amounts of restaurants already <sighs> do takeaway. This isn't like this isn't like taxi drivers have turned to salsa dancing. It's not like that level of fucking like. It's like a common thing where restaurants do like your restaurant might not have done takeaway, but it's like a very easy leap to fucking make, isn't it? Given that like fifty percent at least of restaurants do. Like, what the fuck is this guy's point? Um, well, it's that um, there was outside a s- seating. No restaurants ever done that before. I think what his <laughs> in the summer. Oh my god!
3: <laughs> I think his
0: point was that there
3: was a social need for this to happen, and then <sighs> capital. Then filled
1: that need. We were all so yeah. beautifully, perfectly angry, and then this wet turd of an article just sucked all the energy out of the oh, fucking room. so no, no, sorry, fucking bad. Sorry, he
3: has a couple of ideas. Number one, okay. his first, sorry, I, said, sorry, I said he only had one. I've undersold him by three. Oh, damn. Re- uh, restaurants moved to takeaways and spilt onto pavements.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Cool.
3: Local businesses began doing click and collect for delivery, which is kind of the same thing as the yep. previous one. Yeah. And also, for,
0: again, something many of them already did. Yeah. Um, um,
3: and uh, here's the other one that's actually different, which is breweries and chemicals giants began making hand sanitizer. Cool. Fine. Um, they responded Whatever. to it. To yeah. People wanted it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking insane.
3: Uh, many will never go back, having found more profitable ways to operate. There you go. There's the center. That's the central point of this article. Absolutely phenomenal. It says that uh, this crisis proves that there is a sort of a moral and compassionate form of capitalism. And he was like, yeah, you can get a takeaway now.
0: And yeah, and also, it's fucking bullshit. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, Carlsberg is just gonna become a hand sanitizer company now. No, they're fucking not. There isn't, like, a, now an infinite demand for hand sanitizer. We've not suddenly realized how much we love hand sanitizer. That's not why people are buying it. They're buying it because no one's done anything about the fucking pandemic. Like, they will stop buying it. Like, you're looking at the graph showing, wow, demand for hand sanitizer's really taken off. This can only go up and up. You fucking idiot. You fucking clown. Do you not understand how causality works? Where
1: did you- you go to school like this is the funny uh, thing right is like a, a long article about how you should put your faith in markets while displaying absolutely no faith in their ability to like reach an equilibrium over time
3: yeah hmm. or or, or uh, at the or, very or most charitable, charitable reading decline <gasps> the rate of profit couldn't possibly <gasps> uh, no <laughs> You're uh, no. a big line.
2: Uh, so you. Uh, <laughs> for you. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so,
3: what, so what he... Uh, the most charitable reading of this, right, is the idea that
0: there is a... <laughs> this man has a brain injury
3: and <laughs> should be helped. <laughs> <laughs> so, the okay, the second most charitable reading of this is essentially that, as far as I can tell, the uh, the social purpose of markets is that there is a broad based need for something, and then because it is profitable for them to do it, capital will go ahead and meet that need, hmm. which is again like the ice cream machine. Yeah, but well, exactly like that, which again is. It's it is true, but it's one of a lot of things that are true. Yeah. The question is, again, whose needs are being met by whom for Mm. at what cost? It's interesting here that he talks about click and collect for online shopping, but doesn't talk about, say, wages, doesn't talk about landlordism, doesn't talk about the the poverty food
0: parcels that are being distributed at great profit to a government outsourcer saying that about capitalism is a bit like if someone asked you who the nazis were and you said oh there were a bunch of guys who wore black shirts and they made you cook a one-pot meal on a sunday like technically true but it misses out some fairly crucial info
3: (laughs) (laughs) so uh just to just to it's a, to take us sort of towards the end of this article. Thank he God. says, and yesterday, so this was a couple weeks ago that this came out. Um, the UK's advertisement for market-led innovation, the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine, began its rollout into every available arm in Britain. Boy, is that going well, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so well. In 2013, fewer than one in five people thought pharmaceutical companies were trustworthy. In 2019, Jeremy Corbyn...
2: Jeremy fucking Corbyn!
0: Jeremy Corbyn! Jeremy Corbyn! Corbin. Corbyn! Attacked drug... Bury m- me with my golden Corbyn! <laughs> Attacked
3: drug makers as, quote, putting private profit before public health. Try squaring that with AstraZeneca's pledge to sell the vaccine to developing countries on a non-profit basis. I
1: wonder okay. if they... I can. I wonder <laughs> if they'll do that, is my other or thing. Even
3: But that's the other thing. The other thing Will Tanner knows fuck all about is global vaccine procurement. Because AstraZeneca certainly is not, say, sharing the formula for the vaccine with, I don't know, drug makers in developing countries where developing country country governments are like banging on the door of Covax to be like no let us just make the vaccine and is like no we're gonna produce it we're gonna produce it and we're gonna sell it to you but you can't make it so I don't know yeah. it seems as though maybe they are putting um they are putting private profit over public health it's just some it's because it's because the people suffering the consequences are brown people in other countries that Britain doesn't fucking care
0: Yeah. And also it's, it's good to point out here because he's not doing it despite this being his thing, which is that they have an incentive to do this. Right. Because like if, if this, if they don't vaccinate literally everyone on earth, this is just going to continue. So at some point capital is going to have to work out a way of making sure these people get vaccinated and they'll still do it in a fucked up way. Absolutely. But like it is in their interest to make sure that people do actually get vaccinated because if they don't like this is going to continue to fuck them over.
3: Yes. No, no, no. They're doing
0: it because they're nice. Yeah. Because they're 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 nice people. It's amazing to me that they haven't gotten there with global warming yet. It's amazing to me that they don't yet realize how they have. They have. It's it's space. It's um, militarized borders. Yeah, but we're not actually going to live on Mars. Like not everyone is as stupid as Elon Musk. No, no one's going to live on fucking Mars, Riley. Not even Elon Musk is going to live on Mars. I'm going to
1: like I'm (laughs) going I'm I'm going to row this back, (laughs) which is there is every possibility that the same solution to, ah, shit, this is really going to fuck us over, lads, uh, realization about global warming is going to be applied to the vaccine, which is, oh, we've vaccinated all of the people who matter in the imperial Mm. core or whatever, and it seems like we now have a very good reason and a very good opportunity to throw a gigantic razor wire cordon around those places and everybody who's trying to get in is suddenly a massive disease vector. Yeah, but if anyone comments on the size of my forehead, <laughs> they have ceded the moral high ground. Look, look th- I th- was th- simply
0: asking questions about what if Africa was a one, concentration camp
1: and you have lowered the time. One plausible future involves uh... British uh, British liberals and British conservatives watching a Frontex guy in a new hazmat suit turn a flamethrower on a bunch of Syrian refugees and the British liberal is in tears at how beautiful and progressive Europe is and the British conservative is like it was gay human rights, I'd have given him two flamethrowers. <laughs>
3: Recent research conducted by CT Partners found that when compared to socialism, voters see capitalism as best for wages, job creation, opportunity, innovation, even if socialism scores higher on issues of fairness and social mobility. So, number one, that's just, wow, ideology, huh? Hmm. People reproduced it. Crazy. Strikingly, when voters considered the benefits and drawbacks of capitalism, net support rose. The problem may lie in communicating capitalism's virtues rather than those values themselves. Communicating capitalism's values Rather than the values themselves But and he says the, and, But what are the values What are they uh,
1: did, uh, Entrepreneurship The Amazon Alexa Yeah <laughs> Which as we know um, There's just a guy in there
2: yeah,
3: this guy in there. So this is the final paragraph. The crux of capitalism's crisis has not always lain in profit. Yes, it has. Uh-huh. Uh, ever since, ever since the spinning jenny was created, the rate of profit has fallen, uh, which most people understand. But accountability, which can too often appear uh-huh. absent, more,
1: what off. we need is more regulation. If we just act yeah. like the SPD, everything is going to be fine forever. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, and they say this. This is capitalism's real problem: a crisis of accountability. And and that is where its adherents should focus their energies in the coming years or risk the system being overturned. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Well,
1: they're but not you... gonna fucking do it, so who gives yeah, a shit? So who
3: cares? Yeah, fuck <laughs> like, like uh, <laughs> This
1: is a, a really passionate <laughs> plea for like, no, we have to stop some of the like most obvious piss taking, otherwise people are gonna want to do something else. And the response to, from all of the people who are making slightly more money from taking the piss is gonna be, no, fuck off. So... And there's nothing there's so, nothing you yeah. can do about it so eat shit you can't reform this anymore and that's been obvious for a while
3: so, I don't know. Good luck, Will Tanner. Um, yep. Have you
1: fun know. Try, do, trying to, like, citizens arrest Jeff Bezos to make him pay his taxes.
3: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Have, doing a, have, have fun, like, you know, I don't know what, going to, like, the board meeting of, like, Rio Tinto and giving well, them a is, citation. This is the
1: funniest possible outcome, which is that, like, the left wing of the Tories <laughs> become, like, 1995 ad busters. Will Tanner's next move is going to be posting a photo of a bunch of corporate logos and being like, yo, kids will recognize all of these, but none of these, and the second photo is like a bunch of plant leaves. (laughs) But will they recognize
3: twins? (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Oh man, I'm so calm. Yeah, I feel
1: fucking great.
3: I feel awesome right now. I just feel really relaxed. Uh-huh. I basically, it's like I'm getting out of a nice
0: bath. <laughs> <laughs> Milo, I can see your relaxation vein. I, I just took what I can only call a rage piss on my way back from <laughs> collecting the takeaway. Um, um, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know, between, <laughs> I'm like having the day of the guy tweeting about Bernie, like, what a cromulent fuck crustable of a day. That's right. Yeah, between the fucking, the mad centrists in my mentions and reading those incredible articles by very smart people, I am just, yeah, I'm levitating three feet off just, the ground. Just, I'm like shooting lasers out of my eyes. Try
1: not to get, like, PTSD or suffer a cardiac event from this and you'll be okay. Yeah.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> although to be fair, as ever, my day only ever gets made Because one of my followers just sent me one of my own replies And just said, you're like fucking Robocop today And I was like, yeah, that's fucking right Alright,
3: right, so <laughs> hey, uh, let's um, let's all try to take this energy uh, Hey, we're going to take this energy into the rest of our week And the YouTube and- song and into the, yeah, into the youtube zone youtube zone uh, you oh pay- yeah
0: centris got mad about the youtube zone uh, what <laughs> why fucking rules. yeah they said uh they said oh, it, I, they replied to her and said oh check out what his most recent retweet yeah, was YouTube and it was zone. the youtube zone and like i love it people rage watching the youtube we're going to we're going
3: to do the youtube zone now um goddamn oh God damn. Uh, yeah let's we're all going to take this energy into next week and hey you take this energy into next week as well yeah. dear listeners thank you for attack. being our
0: loyal hogs Maximum attack at all times. <laughs> we know that the hogs are always on maximum attack. I see you in the mentions. I respect it. Uh,
3: uh, all right, um, you know, you know what it is. You won't know all the promotions. I'm too like, I'm too yeah. calm. I'm doing too much yoga to do them. <laughs> yeah. So you Listen know what to they are. Masters of our
0: domain. My new podcast. Yeah, Check right. it out. Comes out Monday. Uh, all
3: right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, see you on the free episode next week.
0: Yeah, that's right, lads. Yep. Catch you later. Take Bye. care.
2: <laughs>